It's OVA. Hi guys, my name is Promise. My name is Kelvin. And it's Kelvin here. Hi guys, this is Rosie. And you're listening to me and my guys' them podcast. Hi guys, welcome to episode three of the Me and My Guys' Them podcast. Um, as usual, my name is Promise. <laughs> um, today I have my guys in the studio. As you can already hear, one rat's voice. Um, I have Great in the studio with me. Hi, Great. How are you doing? Hello, Promise. What's up? What's up? Um, I also have Dozier in the studio. Hi, Dozier. Hello, Promise. Yeah, um, and I have Kelvin in the house. Hi, Kelvin. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so on today's episode, we'll be talking about, like I said earlier, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about can tech save Nigeria? I mean, in recent times, I mean, on the last episode, we all agreed that the Nigerian dream was to jackpa. And um, if you're following trends in Nigeria, if you're following the news in Nigeria, you can see that um, things are not looking very good economically. Every So many things, so many sectors in Nigeria are not working. And um, if there's one thing you, we have also noticed, if you're active on social media and all of that, we've also seen a rise in tech millionaires you know, the new age of Nigerian millionaires, most of them are involved in tech in one way or another, and it has proven to be a viable means of lifting people out of poverty. I mean, with your laptop, you can you know, access the world and kind of bypass a lot of the anyhowness that goes on in Nigeria. So today we're looking at tech and seeing if it has any, if it could have any positive, imp- I mean, it does, but what more impact can he have in saving Nigeria from ruin? So yeah, I'll be asking my guys a couple of questions. I have, in fact, I'm with tech bros, to be honest. I mean, great is a tech bro, no matter how much he denies it. So is Kelvin. Um, Dozier is also a tech bro. Don't let him deceive you. I mean, if you know Dozier in real life, please build him because he's advising startups right now. And um, <clears throat> wow. <laughs> he's making money. I'm casting everything to one of you. You people have money. Yeah. You probably refused to contribute to buy me ice cream. I'm not going to forget that, but <clears throat> let's not embarrass ourselves in public. I'm still holding I'm still holding a grudge anyway. Why are you calling the big Kelvin, did you contribute to my ice cream fund? Did you? I, I, no. I, I recently did no. an association that prevents me from doing that, so... It's not my fault. Which useless association? <laughs> Let me catch you in real life. Anyway, so let's go right into today's episode. So, um, great, I'm starting with you. So, great, what do you think of the tech ecosystem in Nigeria? What, what do you think about the progress that we have seen in the past few years? It doesn't even have to be in the past few years, just in 2020 alone. What are your thoughts on the tech ecosystem? Um, well, first of all, it's a good thing. It's probably the only reason I haven't gone to the streets and started running. <laughs> so it's, yeah, for real, it's it's saving a lot of youths. And on the previous episode, I talked about the fact that I'm very hopeful about living in Nigeria. And the only thing that's giving me this hope is because of tech, to be honest. Because yeah. it's, it's like you have endless opportunities with tech. So about the growth in the past, 18, 24 months, especially, I'll be coming from the angle of cryptocurrency now. So in crypto, um, from what someone explained, 
he retraced all of this. Let's talk about I'm talking about the Nigeria context. Yeah. That is globally, of course, tech is growing. In the Nigerian context, the reason um, for the higher level of growth right now, in the way the person put it, he said that Nigerians are looking for means to keep providing for themselves. And it started with, I think, electricity. Nigerians started providing electricity for themselves by buying generator and all of that. Yeah. And then it went into security. So people started fencing their houses. And then it went into um, healthcare. So people started providing for themselves because there's no public health care in Nigeria. So people started buying themselves out to India, Germany, and the rest yeah. for treatment. And now Nigerians are moving towards financial independence from the Nigerian government. And one of the easiest ways to do this is through this decentralized system, which cryptocurrency presents. So you have a situation whereby there's growth in tech in Nigeria, especially fintech. Because most of the new tech startups that are coming up in Nigeria, like almost every fortnight, are actually fintech. So the the reason is not far from the fact that the more Nigeria goes under, the more people would want um, alternatives. And one of these alternatives has presented itself in cryptocurrency, which is tech. So that's one of the reasons for the growth, in my opinion. Um, Dozier, I'm going to ask you the same question. What are your thoughts on the tech ecosystem in Nigeria? I think it, I think it represents the entire um, exuberance of the Nigerian youth. You know, I, our persistence. And um, there's this Tupac um, lyric that says, um, a rose that grew out of concrete. So if you're in a country that gives you nothing and you push to the wall, you have to take or you have to utilize a space where there are less regulatory interventions to be able to succeed. And that's what's going on in the tech ecosystem. Because of its borderless nature, its decentralized nature, it's um it, it it's beautiful seeing young Nigerians just taking advantage of the entire internet structure to be able to create a future where the government government has not designed one. So um, it's, it's, um, there, there are a lot of prospects. You've seen a lot of startups almost every single week. There are a lot of startups. Startups, you know, get created, some die. But then there's visible and palpable presence of, of, um, of serious prospects. And you've also seen a lot of foreign um, aid or foreign funding coming in, showing or rather signifying that, you know, our prospects here are valid. So it's, um, it's a beautiful space to, to be in. But more importantly, like I said, it signifies the persistence and resilience nature of Nigerian youth. Okay, so Calvin, um, have a different question for you. <laughs> so, I mean, in recent times, we've seen tremendous growth. I mean, like, we've seen a lot. I mean, apart, even apart from um, Stripe's acquisition of Paystack, we've seen people raising a lot of money in their seed rounds and all of that. Tech startups raising a lot of money in their seed rounds. Um, so I want to ask you, what do you think is responsible for such growth in recent times? I mean, why why now? Why 2020? Why 2021? What's, what's happening that is different from other years? Is it that more people have access to technology or just... Okay, okay first of all, yeah, I, I think this particular question, I, I was really looking forward to the first question because I had some strong thoughts. But this particular question... Okay, you can chip in. Don't worry, you, you can chip in. Um, you can no answer both. Yeah, 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 I'll go back to that. Yeah, I'll go back to the first question. Yeah. But, but for this question, like, great, great answered it, like, um, stylishly when he said that people have 
come to understand the importance of um, financial independence. Like during the answers, we saw how important it was. In fact, one of the reasons why the whole movement continued to gain um, traction and still has a little, little bit of traction today is because the people that were at the forefront were financially independent. They were not civil servants or under any boss. Like, I, I mean, there were companies that, that had to tell their, their staff to stop tweeting stuff related to NSAT, you understand? But if you are a techie, and if you, are, you get your money from tech or tech-related um, stuff, like you're not constrained by um, by finance, you understand? So you see you see things like um, people getting ahead because they have that financial independence. So I, I think that's why people are investing more into tech. And that's why when you see seed rounds, like you, you tend to see more, like, more donations these days because, um, of course, everybody wants to invest and everybody knows the future, that tech is the future, right? Now, going back, so going back to the first question about my thoughts on tech being the future of um, Nigeria. First of all, I, I think tech is the future. I, I think that's one of the reasons why it's the future of Nigeria, because it's the future of the world. Like, mankind is progressing, like, so fast, technologically. So I believe tech is the future of every single country in this world. But I, I'm going to take a stance and separate Nigerian youths from Nigeria. I think tech is the future of the Nigerian youths, but I don't think it's the future of Nigeria because Nigeria's problems go, go deep. And I think we use like 10 different podcast sessions. We have to open the whole season to discuss Nigeria's problems. Yeah. Like, like what happens when you get your money for tech or like you're an online um, a marketer on Twitter and one day Nigeria comes, al- comes along like and like kind of like shuts down the internet. Like you, you get like techies are being killed every day. We had, we had David that died recently and he was a techie he was so gifted like you get yeah. so um i think i think technology is, is the future of nigerian youths not nigeria and and i think nigerian youths are gaining financial independence they are making employment for themselves in a country where 70 percent of its um, citizens are unemployed so so yes yes i think tech is the future of nigerian youths and nigerians but it's not the future of nigeria as a country i don't know if you get what i'm saying so yeah. yeah. Great, let me great, let me let you jump in. I see you're itching to say something. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On that point that Kelvin actually made, it was something I was actually going to talk about. Um so um, today's episode is on tech to save Nigeria. Yeah. So it's basically can tech save Nigeria. So I'd like to like let's say break it into three aspects. So you have Will tech save Nigeria? Yeah. That's the first part. Can tech save Nigeria? Okay, English class. So, <laughs> and, then, and then the last part will be, is tech saving Nigerians? So, he was able to distinguish between um, tech for Nigerians and tech for Nigeria. So, on the first question, so on the first question, which is, um, Will tech save Nigeria? The simple answer is no. Tech will not save Nigeria. Good. Like, like good. The second question, can tech save Nigeria? Well, it can. There's a possibility that it can, but a lot has to be done. And what the final one, which I actually want to address most, is tech saving Nigerians. It is. Tech is providing opportunities to escape Nigeria for people right now. And tech, like, for example, um, there's an article I, I saw today which presented the fact that unemployment rate in Nigeria is 
almost as a prototype. Yeah, let me as so it just tells as a, as of um Q three I think of twenty twenty, only about thirty five million Nigerians were fully employed. And this this yeah. was from about fifty five million or so in twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. So the, the number keeps reducing every every year, in fact every quarter. So exactly. So so that, that just tells you that. And if you if you look at most of the people that are actually getting employment jobs now, it's tech. Like someone said a couple of weeks ago that tech is the new oil and gas industry in Nigeria right now. And it's actually the truth. Moving on. Um Personally, for me, I, I think one of the things that is also responsible for the growth of tech is the fact that, um, I don't like to use derogatory words, but let's, let's just say, I think the increased anyhowness of the Nigerian government in the past few years has also caused this, uh, or has also helped the growth of tech in Nigeria because everyone is looking for alternatives and everyone is looking for alternatives that are beyond governmental control because in the past few years we've seen how government policies can destroy your business you could wake up one day and that's the end of your business your livelihood is gone because somebody wants to favor someone else in politics or somebody wants to favor someone in their party, or just, or for flimsy reasons, I, I cannot pretend to understand government government's reasoning sometimes because I don't I don't get it. Sometimes they just make policies because they want to. So people have seen we've we've seen in the past few years how your livelihood could just go like that, and everyone is looking for alternatives. Everybody wants to be able to have a sort of sure source of income that depends on you. I mean, if my source of income depends on my brain, I'm kind of sure that, okay, if if I do this, if I do X, Y, Z, I will succeed. If I don't do X, Y, Z, I'm not going to succeed. And I think that's what has led to an, for, into people looking for alternatives. Even people who are traditionally not in tech, a lot of people who are lost students, for example, becoming a tech bro is like the new thing. Everybody's looking for ways to enter into it. And it's not just interest, really. The money is very attractive and it also helps that a lot of times you get paid in foreign currency and nigeria's currency is bad bad it's like terrible terrible so i mean if, if you have an opportunity to get paid in dollars <laughs> if you have an opportunity to get paid in dollars i mean why not take it so i think that's also one of the things that has you know <laughs> led to an increase in participation in the tech space and um so yeah, I mean, I think Great has already touched on this, but I'll also like us to expand a little more on it. Um, what, how do you think tech represents hope for young Nigerians? I mean, we're, we're talking about can tech save Nigeria? Like, what, what can it do? What, what's the possibility? And I think that we should also define, <laughs> I think you yeah, briefly, we should also define what saving means to us. What does saving mean to you? Does, does it mean that when we're talking about saving, does it mean that it's going to rescue the Nigerian economy? Is it going to make us a first world country? To great, to, or, to great saving means to Japan or I mean, Japan, how do you guys pronounce it? Yeah, great. <laughs> I don't, that's why I have to separate, separate the Nigerian youth from Nigeria because tech can never save the Nigerian youth like great. But, but <laughs> yeah, but, but I think saving for the Nigerian economy. I think saving like alleviating the dire circumstances that we are in right now. And I, I don't start telling you the things that's wrong with Nigeria. 
And um, but, but if, if you want to narrow it down, let's yeah. say saving means financial independence or um, development, one of those two, right? So I, I think tech could, in theory, a financial independence is already doing that. And as far as the development goes, it can, it can as well. So as far as saving goes, that's what I think saving means. I think for me, save, I think for me saving is, is not just the individual Nigerians, it's also Nigeria itself. Because I, I think that if there's um, one thing, I'm going to let Great and Dozier jump in, but if, if there's one thing I, I think that tech does is that it provides opportunities for that would otherwise not be available for a lot of young Nigerians. And I think that one of the one of the reasons or one of the things that has brought Nigeria to where it currently is today is a declining middle class. I mean, people who are in yeah. the upper class are not going to look for development in Nigeria because they are the elite. So they make they get favors from government contracts and all of that so it's completely fine a lot of the things you that affects you doesn't affect them so i mean of course they're going to keep on lobbying for things that favor them um people who are like in the lower so-called lower classes or whatever they don't have enough money to make certain decisions and that's the truth i mean we, we can talk about integrity and electoral fraud all we want but it's I think that sometimes there's there's a, there's a lot of privilege that comes in when we're talking about things like making the right choice and voting the right people in. I mean, when when, you have, when you've not had three square meals in how many days and somebody offers you twenty k, twenty k is a lot of money to a lot of people. So you, you could you could say, oh, twenty k is not a lot of money now. You you can afford to think far into the future and say, will this person build my roads or will this person help with healthcare and all of that? But for a person who hasn't seen twenty k in a long time. They might not be able to do that. And because we have a de an ever-declining middle class, it means that a lot of people are not in the right space. It means that a lot of people are not in the right space to make the right decisions. So I, I think that one way in which tech represents hope for Nigeria, for me, is that it is, it, it's helping to improve our middle class, to increase the number of persons who are in our middle class. And I, and I think subsequently, if we have a robust middle class, we would have more people who will be able to hold the political class accountable for their actions. We'll have more people who will be able to speak truth to power because their source of income is not from the government. Their source of income is not from anybody. It's, it's from independent sources. And when you're making money from independent sources, it's easy for you to say, you know what? Damn whatever the government thinks, I'm going to speak up, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. So I, I think that's one way in which tech represents hope for me. So, um, Dozier? Yeah, promise, yeah. Yeah, so in what ways or how does tech represent hope for young Nigerians in your own perspective or for Nigeria itself? Do you think tech represents hope for Nigeria? So this is like, I'm asking you like three questions. Do you think tech represents hope for Nigeria itself? Does tech represent for young Nigerians and how? How does it represent hope for Nigeria and young Nigerians? So that's four questions, really. But well, uh, I don't mean to sound pessimistic, but nothing represents hope for Nigeria. Nigeria as a as a, as a political Thank construct, you. nothing Thank represents you. hope for for that for that. Well, Except for, for, for young Nigerians, I'm surrounded by so much pessimism. Welcome to welcome to the side. Check it. Like this side. <laughs> it's the actually realistic side. It's the realistic side, to be honest. But for young Nigerians, tech represents a huge ton of hope. Like I said earlier, 
its borderless nature and importantly the very way structured makes it tech first regulation second or like most sectors where the moment where there's a disruption or anything the next thing the government is doing is to try to intervene or try to regulate but because of the way tech is structured right you have a situation where even very advanced governments still struggle or grapple with regulatory issues you know on how to best regulate tech so it, it allows innovation it allows for creativity and for the young nigerian an average young nigerian to actually thrive so before you before before anything before the government tries to take your cake you've already gone far and again because it's borderless i mean you 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 digital nomad so to speak you're digital nomad you don't have to be confined to um a particular country we're, we're looking at a space that is extremely decentralized so it represents a rich ton of hope um conversely um i mean my pessimism notwithstanding uh, so if Nigerians are doing well, it still shines a very good light on where they are from. So, you know, it still, yeah, it still portrays the country in a good light. Okay, this country produces, you know, young talents or good talents, just the same way, for instance, India is known for, you know, talents in the tech space. So I think um, in the nearest future, I, I mean, aside Kenya right now in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the on the continent, I think Nigerians have like the largest population of tech talents every now every single week you're hearing somebody's working at stripe or somebody's moving to some international space yeah, and microsoft, yeah, yeah. microsoft facebook it's like almost a very things we used to dream things we used to dream about things we used to aspire to are things that we now listen and we hear like every single week so we're seeing a lot of young nigerians being poached across big platforms and that represents hope for for the for the average nigerian young nigerian Anybody else want to jump in? Okay. Um, great. Let me ask you this. Do you think that people who are not getting involved in tech, do you think they are missing out on anything? Do you think they are missing out on their chances? Well, what you have to understand is saying those that are not in tech are missing out or because you're not in tech, you're missing out of being a better Nigerian. It's quite elitist, yeah. in my opinion. Yes. Because not everyone can join tech. Not everyone has the opportunities to be the interests. Not everyone has the exposure. So one of the problems that tech has, yeah. not just interest for say that. No, I'm just mentioning everyone that. Has interest well, every, everyone has interest to make money. But the the route may not always be tech, you know. So I was agreeing with what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of one of the major problems that tech has in Nigeria is you need a, a certain level of exposure to get opportunities. So. Now, exposure comes with certain kind of locations. So the exposure now comes with certain locations and certain networking skills. And these opportunities are not available for everyone. So you cannot really say um, they, are, they are not good Nigerians because they are not in tech. And um, although tech presents a couple of opportunities that make your standard of living better, I don't think like there's a lot of opportunities, so let me not sound like I'm being skipping or something like that. There's so much to do in tech. Like um someone I know just started learning product management. Um two weeks for two weeks now, she's been learning product management. And that just shows like there's so much in tech. You could be a writer, like um what, what is this guy's name again? There are a lot of writers on, on tech, tech writers and all of that. Columnists, let's say. So there are a lot of opportunities. So anyone could go into tech, even if you're old, actually. 
because a lot of fields actually intersect with tech. So your experience in other fields are actually relevant in tech today, more so than you can imagine. So a lot of people actually downplay that. So there's a lot of, basically, 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 like someone said, um, everyone currently is in the business of tech, to be honest. Everyone is in the business of tech. So almost every single business right now. Yeah, yeah, like like Great said, yeah, like I, I think one of the things that promise Yeah, one of the things that promise asked uh, mentioned was do you think they are missing out? Uh, and yes, I think they are missing out. Like like Great just said, like every single business on earth now in the 21st century should be affiliated or should be associated with tech in one way or the other. If you're a farmer, you have a farm. You should have, you could have a website, not should, but you could have a website. You could have social media presence. You could have, um, you, you could market online and then you reach more people. And I know that it's not easy to scale like, like as big as that immediately, but there are so much opportunities in tech and any person who has a business and is not utilizing tech in one way or the other, I think is missing out. It's as simple as that. I know not everybody has the reach and the, the reach, like the, the means. I don't want to sound elitist, but but I think you're missing out. Of course, you, you, could, be a, you could also be a very good Nigerian without using tech, but you'll be missing out on so much opportunities. And that's just the truth. And what Kelvin is saying, you, um, don't you sort of think that the world is, uh, does he, I'll let you jump in, I'm coming. The world is moving to such a space where, I mean, it, it's it's almost like how telecoms was in the early 2000s, where, okay, at first it was like, okay, you, you really did not need a phone yeah. to get by. You didn't need a mobile to get by. But as time went on, it became almost impossible for you to exist. I mean, today it's it's almost impossible for you to exist without having a mobile phone. Do you think that tech is also like that, in the sense that we're we're moving to a world where it's it's almost impossible for you not to be involved in tech in one way or another? Or Precisely. are we just being? Precisely. I don't know. Yeah, the answer is the answer is yes. The answer is the answer is a capital yes, with no deviation and no exception. Like Kevin was spot on. So. What essentially is technology? Essentially, technology is made to actually just improve lives, right? Anything you're doing to ensure that it becomes better and more efficient, right? So whatever you're doing, anything at all can have a te- like an interface with technology in order for it to become more efficient, right? So um, if, if you, you're, not, you're missing out if you're in a sector that does not interface with technology or does not try to um, grow to become more efficient. So I, I don't think you even have to be like, what's it called, a tech bro, a coder or something. But with it, whatever profession you are in, you need to be finding ways to use technology to improve on that particular profession. For instance, now over the pandemic, we saw, we're seeing a rise in educational apps, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, there's U lessons there, you know. So, I mean, some few years ago, we probably never have thought about that. Right, so there's nothing that cannot interface with it. We're seeing things like 3D printing. Um, there was a concept Great was talking about where you can actually just order your clothes, or more like a Netflix for your clothes. So technology can interface with anything at all. So there's no, I mean, the the sky is is, is big enough, really. So yeah, if you're not if you're not thinking towards technology, yes, you're missing out. And I, I think that most people when they think of tech or when they hear about tech, they, they think of coding or design. I think a lot of people think of it in those terms. And of course, not everybody is going to be able to do that. But I mean, 
tech, the way tech is going, every I think everybody definitely I agree with you guys. Everybody has to be involved in it in some way. You don't have to do it personally, but if you're running a business or doing whatever, you have to find ways to incorporate that. I mean, I, I think I read somewhere that by 2030, it is projected that the largest bank will not be a bank, like will not be a bank in the traditional sense, and we're already seeing that. And um, so yeah. I think that everybody has to get involved in some way in tech. But I also worry, I mean, because I live in Nigeria and I know I know what my government is capable of. I know what my country is capable of. I worry that um, one of the reasons why... <laughs> guy, I, I think that one of the reasons why tech is, like, so hot right now is the fact that, like Doje mentioned it's sort of independent from government or from governmental control. And sometimes I think it's because our government hasn't figured it out yet, to be honest. Social media and, I love the I'm social media I'm not trying to be or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that there's, there's a lot of things that they're not regulating yet because they haven't figured it out yet. They're so, not savvy. They're not savvy If we're talking yet, about simple. tech saving Nigeria, I'm also looking at the future. I'm also look, looking at the future, like, what happens <laughs> when they start to figure it out? Do, do you think that there's a possibility that um, the Nigerian government or the Nigerian space really can frustrate the efforts of tech bros or, or the tech ecosystem? Do you think there's a possibility that the Nigerian government could someday get involved and that if, if they get involved, if there's that involvement, what do you think will be the outcome? What do you think is going to be like? Is this still going to be the same? Is this still going to experience the growth he's experiencing? Yeah, Kelvin. Yeah, um, promise. You, you keep using the word could, could, could. But I think the Nigerian government is already frustrating, um, like, technology as regards um, the youths entering into technology. Like, like it's everywhere. You see police killing, um, killing youths, calling them Yahoo boys because they are holding laptops. Like, it's so annoying. In, in Nigeria, you do the time before you even commit the crime. You, you, you see increase in... Um, in um, light tariffs yeah. like in power tariffs you see um like like nigeria is frustrating us like it, it, I, I once had um like a zoom meeting with my guys and we're discussing some stuff as regards our future startup and, and then the network the poor network kicked me out of my, my, out. my own zoom meeting like like it was so crazy and i couldn't come back like to the end of the day i couldn't come back so they had a meeting without me and it was so painful so i think the nigerian government yeah. constantly stifles or stifles our progress like like it's very obvious so when you keep using the word could like i think like, like like you said like they don't have the know-how the technical know-how yet to frustrate us the more if they did, like, wow, you, you won't even know what... So, so that's why I always separate Nigeria from Nigerian youth, because Nigeria will always try to mess up everything. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's, that's just that. I feel like you guys... So a mistake that Nigerians, we Nigerians always make is we grossly, like, by incredible margins, we underestimate our government. Now, what do I mean by this? We are sounding as if they do not know how. They do know how. It's very easy. They know how to shut tech down. But the issue is, do they care right now? Nigeria has been a state that's like dependent on oil. 
And the only reason we are starting to look at means to diversify is because oil is drying up. Otherwise, they don't really care about other sectors and the regulations of other sectors. So the reason why you are saying more clamp down on the other sectors right now is, is the fact that um, I feel the issue now is that it's not can, it's when will they come for tech. And I feel like it's very soon. They'll have to come for tech very soon because they need to run, like, they need money, of course. You need money to run a company. And right now, oil reserves are tiny. The price of oil is <laughs> You understand? So, federal government is quite like, legit. They are part of the Stingerman Association right now. So, they're going to look for means to get more money. Yeah. And if tech is the way to get this, these remittances, taxation, and all of that. They are coming for, for you big time. time. Okay, so guys, we've, we've talked a lot about tech, about the positive aspects and how it's bringing people out of poverty, etc, etc, etc. But, I mean, I don't think there's anything in this life that is overly positive. Surely there has to be some negatives. I mean, I'm, I'm in a room full, full, of, um, full of pessimists. And um, so, yeah. What are the negative aspects of tech? Do you, do you think there's any way? Do you think that there's any way tech is affecting the Nigerian economy or Nigerians at large in in not so positive light? Yo yo yo! You're asking tech bros to tell you the like the negative aspect of tech. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, I'm going to tell. Yeah. I'm going to actually address the negatives like a little bit. Um, the negatives here are not the. Um, it's. Um, giving people terrible ideas to exploit people to scam people on the internet. Of course, that's not it. Um, traditional banks, like, people have been scammed yeah. before tech came along. You understand? So, the, the issue I have with tech is the, the gap it is creating. So, tech is creating a false, um, when I say a false image or a false society. So, you have a marginal gap between those that are rich, those that are comfortable, and those that are poor. So right now, um, the middle class is almost non-existent, quite right. And I feel tech may be making this worse for the poor people. Now, I will tell you why tech is making it poor for the poor people. In the previous episode at the end, I commented about the issue that India is having as well, that um, currently um, farmers produce more food than people can actually consume. Now, how is this even possible? Of course, India has an incredible population, so how is that possible? Now, imagine onion, for example, the way onion was so extensive at a point in Nigeria. Something like that is what's happening in India. So, food is so extensive that the only people that can afford it are those that are in tech and those that have um, opportunities that have money. So, for example, now, let's use um, the housing problem in Lagos, for example. Most of the houses now are at prices that can only be afforded by people in tech or people and in washing in, machines. In and washing you machines. You understand? Exactly. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Nobody should ask me for the meaning, please. So, those are the kind of people that can afford some of this basic stuff now. And that's creating a problem for the extremely poor people. Because you have a society whereby some persons can afford certain things. But others cannot afford them. So there's an issue, there's a conflict here. 
and actually worry in that respect because come on it's it's for, for a lot of people now they assume you can you, they assume you can afford anything because uh, others can afford it why can't you afford it so it's creating a huge gap that i don't think we can even cover from so that's yeah one of the Any this is as silent as a lamb. Is this is what Lagos traffic is has done to Josie? What do you think are the negative um, aspects of tech? Like, is there any negatives, especially on the Nigerian community? Like, I said community economy. On the economy. Hmm. I don't say. I don't say. I don't say the negative implication of technology to any economy. I mean, technology should ordinarily accelerate any economy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The. What I would say, what I would say is any negative aspects, which in a working country shouldn't even exist, is you know the profiling that comes with you know working yeah. in tech spaces. Yeah, I mean recently we we lost um was it Dami? Young yeah David yeah. so rest in peace yeah. So so we we have. We have so this that this is like the major issue that we face, right? Um, police brutality, yeah. not just, just police brutality. I think criminal elements are now catching on to the fact that young people who work in tech spaces may be maybe economically yeah, comfortable yeah. here, and then yeah. they are also becoming targets too in some sort of way. So yeah, so I think that for real, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel that's the major negative issue we face, but I don't see any reason, any negative impact on the economy um, that tech will have. Like personally, from it, yeah, yeah, personally I, I think whatever problems that um, tech is bringing to Nigeria, in terms of the of the gap and everything, they have always been there in a, in a form. So I, I don't think the problem is tech because they will always have been there. Just yeah. yeah. So yeah. My only worry is I, I worry for young people who are into tech because like Dozier mentioned, I mean everybody's catching on both policemen and you know, criminal elements. Everyone is catching on that okay, tech is viable and that that has led to a lot of situations where I mean in Lagos, I know a lot of people who in the past month have been robbed and some barely escaped with their lives and some like David unfortunately could not escape escape with their lives so I, I worry for that and it, it leads me to to my conclusion I mean I will, I will let you guys conclude but it leads me to my own personal conclusion that um, tech may not be able to save Nigeria because as much as it is hope for a lot of young Nigerians and it's bringing in money and opportunities for a lot of young Nigerians the fact that we live in a dysfunctional state there's so many things that you just can't escape from. Nigeria's dysfunction will always find you. It will definitely find you. If it hasn't found you, you're just lucky. So yeah, Dozier, what do you think? Yeah, so tech definitely tech tech can save Nigerians, right? Tech can save Nigeria as a country, as a geographical com political construct. But that that would depend on the on on our on our leaders actually. That would depend on our leaders. That would depend on the people in Outer Rock, the people in the National Assembly. So, and that doesn't seem like something they're taking seriously, right? So, but for Nigerians, yes, tech is saving us, tech will save us. Okay, guys, we've come to the end of today's episode and we've come to the conclusion that tech cannot save Nigeria. <laughs> But it can't save Nigerians. So, <laughs> so if you can, um, if you can, 
embrace tech today and also our previous episode uh, the advice from previous episodes still stands if you can't yeah so if tech is going to take you through that route please yeah Yeah. and um and you guys please help me tell these guys to contribute to my ice cream fund i do so much for them and they do so little for me don't forget to like listen subscribe to me and my guys them podcast on various platforms on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify etc etc and um leave a rating please like us and tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to me and my guys them and follow us on our social media pages i love you guys and from me and my guys them bye bye